Hello, my name is Annette DeLue, and you are listening to The Heart of You. Today's episode is going to be about divination. And no, it's not just a class at Hogwarts. <laughs> Essentially, I'm going to show you how you can choose the right divination tools for you, as well as how to use them and what to do when you're getting answers that you don't understand. Right now is a really great time to grab a pencil and paper or take notes on your computer while you are listening to this entire podcast. Let's start with the basics. What is divination exactly? Divination is simply a means in which you are speaking with your higher self, your guides, your angels, whatever you would like to call them, it is entirely up to you. Divination is a means in which you can get messages from God and the universe. Now, if you already have incredibly strong intuition, and you're able to have this type of communication with the universe without the use of tarot cards or any sort of tools, then fantastic. You don't always need divination tools in order to get your messages. It's just easier for a lot of people sometimes to be able to start with divination tools as it gives you an opportunity to see the difference between what are your thoughts and what are the messages that are coming through from the universe? If you are not feeling guided at this time to utilize divination tools, it's totally fine. It's definitely a timing thing. So this might be a podcast that you are listening to for future reference. You may not be exactly ready to start diving into tarot or runes or pendulums at this moment. But this is simply going to give you the guidance that you need to make that decision once you get to that point in your journey. If you have been thinking about using some sort of divination tool for a while and you've just been a bit trepidatious about using them, I think this is your sign that it's time. Let's talk about why you would need to get messages from the universe. Most people who are pretty solid in their spirituality, in their faith, they say, okay, I can meditate, I can pray, and that's all I really need to do. But when you think about it, praying and meditation can sometimes be a one-way street. So you are either praying to God or asking the universe for something or thanking the universe for something. It's always about you speaking to the universe without actually stopping to listen to what the universe might be saying to you. The messages that your guides and your angels might have for you at this moment might be really, really important for new decisions you're going to be making, or let's say you're trying to apply for a new job and you don't know which one would be the best for you. Using your divination tools can give you a really clear answer as to which job is going to be the best or which job is going to challenge you and actually help you to grow in your career. So it's not always just the best job for you. It is sometimes about the job that is in your highest good for the ultimate growth. That is just one simple example. The one reason 
I would say that divination tools are misused or misinterpreted is a lot of times people want to use them solely as a means to predict the future. Now, I'm going to put a little caveat here because predicting the future is really tricky business. And know from my own experience that I have worked with clients who have wanted to know what is going to happen in the future. And yes, of course, I can tell them potential timelines or potential outcomes based on the decisions that they have made up to this point. The thing about the future is that it is always changeable as we do have free will. If you are making a decision and all of a sudden the next day something else comes your way and you say, you know what, I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to actually go with this other option, then everything that you heard in the reading that was future telling would completely change because you have changed your mind about that particular situation. Then also, if we want to talk about anything having to deal with another human being, (laughs) they also have free will. So not only is your mind able to change, their mind is able to change, and it can go back and forth like that. Yes, you can get a reading that will give you an idea of potential future timelines, But you have to understand when you are using divination tools that it is the future timeline that is most prevalent in this moment in time, and that can change at any time. That being said, my recommendation for the utilization of divination tools would be to ask questions about your present moment. For example, if you are asking about a particular relationship, you can ask something like, at this moment, is this relationship in my highest good? As well as, is this relationship going to teach me something? You can ask questions like that as opposed to, oh, are we going to be together for the rest of our lives or things like that? Because when you start speaking in absolutes like that, it becomes very hard to determine what the actual messages are. So start simple with where you are currently and see where the reading takes you. Now that I have my little caveats out of the way of how to responsibly use divination tools, and we'll get a little bit deeper into that towards the end of the episode today. What are the different types of divination tools you can use? You can use anything that is resonating with you at this moment. So I have used various different types of divination tools throughout the course of my journey. I started personally with tarot cards or or more accurately, I started using angel cards. And the only difference between angel cards and tarot cards is that the definitions are a bit more gentle than your traditional Rider weight tarot deck. And also, don't think that you have to start with a traditional tarot deck. I would recommend starting with any deck that really calls to you. If you really like the imagery on the front or if you are able to take a look at some of the descriptions of each card. They all have various different meanings based on the individual authors of the tarot decks. So I have now probably close to 30 different decks, and I use them for various different reasons. The companion to a tarot deck is an oracle deck. Now, an oracle deck can literally be anything. It can be any number of cards, 
And each author has a different theme as to what those oracle cards are used for. Tarot decks are traditionally 78 cards. You have the major arcana and the minor arcana. And there are certain decks that I have that the creators have created new suits or new cards just for the means of making them more usable or more original. Either way, you should be able to pick up any tarot deck and you don't even necessarily need to use the descriptions after you've learned every single card and what they mean. The only reason why the descriptions might be different in the book is because, as I said before, you are getting slightly different meanings or slightly different messages. If you are doing a spread with tarot cards and you still need some more information because maybe it's not as clear as you would like it to be, that's where oracle cards come in. You can use any number of decks of oracle cards to pull what we call clarifiers, and it helps you get a better and clearer understanding of what the message is. Tarot cards are really great for getting complex issues, complex answers, and they really dig down deep into the root and the heart of what you are asking. But let's say you just want a really simple, quick yes or no answer. Tarot cards are not necessarily the best for that. So I would recommend using either a pendulum or you could also use divining rods. Both of these tools are really amazing at giving you simple yes and no answers. When I utilize my pendulum, which I pretty much use on a daily basis, it will give me the solid yes, the solid no, but there is also a motion that it uses when it's either a maybe or maybe there is not an answer to be given at this time. I use it for very simple things throughout the day, such as, is it in my highest good to drink more water today? Anything having to do with your health and your body what vitamins you might need, any sort of nutritional questions you have, you can simply ask the pendulum, is it in my highest good too? And then whatever it is that comes after that, and it'll give you the answer. I have also been known to bring my pendulum to a store. So if I'm about to buy a certain thing, I will actually use my pendulum to see if it's in my highest good to buy that particular item. It has a lot to do with what your higher self is seeing for your potential happiness as well as your higher self does know what is going to be happening within the next 24 to 48 hours. So if you are asking something like, is it in my highest good to go out with my friends tonight? And the pendulum says no. Simply, it could just be because you need time for recovery, you need time to rest or recuperate your own energy, or maybe that something is going to come up that's going to be a lot better for what you need at this moment. Those are just a couple of very simple examples of how you can utilize a pendulum on a day-to-day -day basis. Your divining rods are a little bit larger, and you can use those for the same types of questions. I typically would just keep those at home. A pendulum is much smaller. You can keep it in your purse or your bag, your wallet. You can keep it anywhere. So it's something that is much more portable. So if you want to have it with you while you're out and about on a day-to-day -day basis, it's a really great tool to have.
Books are another really wonderful way to get messages and answers from the universe. I'm sure you have all done this in the past, maybe as a child, where you just open up a book and you point to it and whatever that message is, that's what you read. And essentially, that's exactly how it works. Now, there are several books out there that you can research online. There's one that's called The Book of Answers. And all you do is you simply take a deep breath, place your hands on top of the book, ask your question, flip through the book, and stop when your intuition says stop, and that is your answer. It's super, super simple. You can utilize that method for any book. For example, one of my favorite books is The Alchemist. So I might use that book if I am called to utilize that as a divination tool. I also have various different books that are on different spiritual subjects that would also be really effective for that means of getting messages. There are several other types of divination tools that I'm going to mention here. I personally do not have any experience with these, but they have always fascinated me. But if you have ever heard of runes, those are the Nordic stones that have engravings in them. They can either be stone or wood, and they can give you some very simple, clear answers for the question you may be asking. They are really good at giving you potential hidden messages or things that you may not be seeing at this time. Make sure you tune in next week for our part two of the divination series. I will be interviewing Talisa and Sam, and we will be going in depth about runes, so you can learn everything there is to know about using them as your divination tool. They will also be discussing other ways that they have used divination and their experience. So I'm very, very excited to have them on the show. Make sure you tune in next week. The I Ching is another form of divination that utilizes an ancient method of interpreting hexagrams made up of equally broken and solid lines. The solid lines represent the yang energy or the masculine energy and the broken lines represent the yin energy or the feminine energy. From the brief research I have done on the I Ching, it is an incredibly complex method of divination. There are various different ways that you can do it. There are various different tools you can use within the I Ching. So if this does interest you, I would highly recommend picking up a book, or maybe watching some videos on YouTube to find out more about this wonderful divination technique. These are just a few of the divination techniques that I am covering here. There are so many more out there that you can play with. I'm sure you have heard of people talking about reading tea leaves or coffee grounds at the bottom of a cup, or reading crystals, or reading into the ripples in water. The method is not particularly important. What matters is that it works for you. That's where we are going to transition into how do I use these divination tools? Of course, I cannot go in depth on how to use tarot on this podcast. It would take hours and hours, and I do offer those types of sessions For my clients, if you are looking for 
training on how to use tarot effectively, how to read the cards, how to do spreads, how to use your pendulum effectively. If you are looking for any of that type of guidance, you can feel free to head to my website at infinitesoullove.com and book a spiritual guidance session with me. We are going to make sure that you can safely use these tools. Once you have chosen the divination tool that you feel is really resonating for you right now, the first thing you are going to do is clear yourself as well as clearing your tool. If you haven't listened to the third episode of The Heart of You, I would recommend going back to listen to that episode because it goes in depth as to how and why you clear yourself as well as your tarot cards, your pendulum, anything that you are using in order to get clear answers. For the ease of describing the process, I'm going to use the example of my pendulum, but you can use any divination tool you like and apply this same process. I would like you to make sure that you are in a safe space, that you are in a comfortable space. Before you ask your question, I want you to take three very deep breaths in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. This part of breathing is super important. What it does is it clears your energy a bit. It also makes you more receptive to the messages you will be receiving. Then go ahead and ask your question. Once you get your answer, you can stop and take another three deep breaths. This also allows you to interpret the message the way that it needs to be interpreted for you. This process can sometimes be a little scary in the beginning because you might be worried about what answers might be coming up, what you might need to change in your life, or just simply you are wondering if you are accurately receiving these messages. One way that you can start having confidence that the messages are in fact accurate is practicing with a friend. When you start practicing and doing sessions and readings with friends, it actually starts giving you some confidence that the messages you are receiving are in fact real and very true. When you are simply doing readings for yourself, it's often hard to decipher what is part of your emotions, what is part of your thoughts that are going throughout the day, and what is actually your intuition and your guidance. So have fun with it. Don't take it completely seriously in the beginning. If you're getting together with a friend and you're going to give each other readings, make sure you're talking to each other because the more information you have and the context you have about the situation that let's say your friend is asking about, the more accurate the answers are going to be. If you are doing a reading and you literally know nothing about the situation, you will use your intuition and the cards or the divination tool to be able to give answers, but your answers are going to be much more well-rounded and much more applicable if you know a little bit about the history of what has been going on with this particular situation. Always remind the people that you are doing readings with that everything is changeable, that just because you're getting an outcome that you may not necessarily like doesn't mean that it will stay like that forever. Most of the time when the universe is giving you messages that are challenging, 
It is because you can do something about it. There is something you can do, whether it's healing from the inside or if it is making a different decision, whatever it is, you can change the outcome. When I first started in tarot, when I would get a particular outcome, I would get really upset because I would think that, oh my gosh, this is it. That is the the only way that it's ever going to go. And that is the outcome. And that's not the outcome I wanted. What I eventually came to realize was that those challenging messages are there for you so you can avoid those situations. Had I listened back then, I probably could have avoided some pretty big heartbreak, but sometimes you have to go through those particular situations as well in order to learn those lessons. On that same note, I will recommend if you are doing any sort of divination, you have to make sure you are in a really good headspace. And by headspace, I mean that your mind is not racing. You are not completely worried and concerned and fearful about anything. Because if you go into a reading with that type of energy, it will actually affect the outcome of what you're reading. My sister and I, when we were learning tarot initially, we would do readings for each other or we would ask each other to pull cards because If you are in a state of worry or fear, you really can't get that clear message. So in order to get that clear message, it's often better to ask another person to pull the card for you or to get the answer for you. If you are in fact able to sit down, calm yourself down by taking really big deep breaths, getting yourself into a great meditative state then you can actually go forward and get your answers. If you do go forward and start getting your answers in that frenzied state, it is something that my sister and I call the card frenzy because we would literally be pulling cards over and over and over again because we were not understanding the messages. So we'd pull a card and it would be something completely off topic and we wouldn't understand it would be getting really frustrated and it would work us up even more to the point where you're you're really pulling multiple cards over and over and over again because you don't know what the answer is. That was simply part of my learning process. It doesn't need to be part of yours. So learn from my mistakes and make sure whenever you are going in to get messages from the universe that you are in your heart space that you are not completely in your head, and that you are in a very balanced energy state. Because the messages from the universe are always going to be there to help you. Your entire spirit team on the other side is rooting for you. They want you to succeed. They want you to be able to accomplish what your soul came here to do in this lifetime. And they are going to do everything in their power to help you to achieve that. This is why divination tools are so important. Without asking for help, your angels and guides cannot help you. It is the law of the universe that they cannot interfere. So if you are asking for help, 
That is when they can step in and they can help you along your path. Make sure to join us in two weeks for episode 10, which is about your angelic and spirit guide team. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Heart of You. If you are interested in getting any spiritual guidance or if you would like to learn how to use some of these divination tools, make sure you go to my website at infinitesoullove.com. Click on book a session and you can schedule it from there. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to walking this journey with you and pointing the way on your spiritual journey. If you are interested in learning more about me and the sessions that I do, feel free to go to my website at infinitesoullove.com. On all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Infinite Soul Love 1111. Hey, and if you feel called, I would love it if you could rate The Heart of You on whatever streaming service you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please take a moment, give it a review. It really does help the channel. Thanks so much. <laughs>